So coming to you from the delta of the river Tamar, the summer sharkopod. In fact, the summer mega sharkopod. going to jump in right away Spurs and left backs. Danny Rose is expected to leave still. There's been interest in Kieran Tierney. It's a perhaps at best. He's expensive and he'll probably hang on and check out what other options he has going forward. I think the wild card option of Ryan Bertrand is now gone. Kazawa he will be available at a good price. Spurs have been keen in the past. They have looked at him. It's a possibility. But right now, I would say Alex Grimaldo has probably moved to the top of the list. To the first of the two difficult positions for Spurs. 
centre-back. They did make inquiries about Jonathan Tarr. It's not going to happen. It will just kick straight out of the room. Matthias Delight is high-priced. His interests from elsewhere, and it makes it more than unlikely that he'd move to Spurs. There was an inquiry made by Spurs to Espanyol after it became clear that Tarr was not an option. It's for David Lopez, and he's versatile enough to play at centre-back, but also to replace Wanyama if he were to leave as well. But it is entirely dependent upon what happens with Alderweireld. So we'll see, but I think it's going to be a tough one, and I'm sure Spurs are still considering their options. Centre-back. So on to midfield, where I think we could see Spurs make more changes than people perhaps anticipate. Outgoing, you can see Musa Dembele, Musa Sissoko, and possibly Victor Wanyama moving on. In terms of incoming, Tangai Dembele. So back in January, I was told by one senior Arsenal scout that Underbeely had been watched several times and both Arsenal and Spurs were keen. Since then, Arsenal have turned to Torreira. Leon, of course, taken up their option to buy the player. Spurs might need to more than double what they pay in order to buy him, even if he were for sale. I think Leon are looking to keep him. It would also be unclear if Wanyama were to stay, how he could get a game with Dyer there as well. So generally it seems pretty unlikely. Decor is certainly of interest. He's seen as a replacement for Dembele. Spurs have been showing it's it's a well known interest and there's interest from elsewhere, but the price is ramping up. And that in itself might be a problem. Andre Gomez surplus to the needs of Barcelona is available. There is interest from Arsenal as well. And I suspect Spurs' interest remains and they'd probably like to try and do something. Kovacic, I'm not so sure that Spurs would continue to look at him should another right winger arrive. You know, although he's seen more as a versatile option to Lamila, whereas the right wing is being looked at more traditional, would need to vie with Lucas Moura for a place. So unless they've got a lot of money at Spurs, and I don't think they have because of the new stadium, I think Kovacic can be forgotten. Wilmar Barrios, it would be a strange choice. Barrios is more defensive than many of the players Spurs have, unless the club would pay over the odds a work permit might prove to be difficult to obtain. I think he's a poor option, probably won't be available till January, and he doesn't speak any English at all. So it does make too much sense to me. In the more attacking roles, I think it's been well publicised that Juan Quintero has been of interest, but I think any move unlikely before January... And then it would be a result of Porto profiteering after buying out an option that River Plate holds at this time. Interest in Zivkovic has gone. It's too expensive. There's interest from elsewhere still. Price is a major issue for what you're getting for your money. Interestingly, I think Jack Grealish, interest remains. I'm, I'm by far from convinced about him and the club would need to convince itself it can settle and he could not get into any more problems if that is the case I think something can be done there so 
don't be surprised to hear of that. So, on to the wide plans. It's a bit more interesting here. So, firstly, the interest in Stephen Bergwin from last year has returned. It's back. It's quiet at the moment. He would be a great option. He's going to be a reasonable price. And he looks like he could become a very good player. There has been interest also in Anthony Marshall. So the problem there is the price. He is very expensive. Manchester United, when they bought him, paid well over the odds for him. And they're looking to get most of that back, if not a little bit more. Wilfried Zaha has been long-term interest from Spurs, and they could again return to look at him. It's possible he is going to be available. I don't think he'll be as cheap as perhaps some. But he tends to be fairly reliable, and for some reason a lot of clubs like him. Suicide seems unlikely to me, but Spurs have looked at him on several occasions the past six or nine months. Malcolm from Bordeaux has been looked at. He is available. He was available in January. He's expensive. However, he is heading elsewhere, almost certainly. There's pretty much a deal in place already for him to move. And it's just waiting on some clarification of the finances and how that will work out before anything can happen. But he'll get the move to Italy that he wants. Uh, Christian Pulisic, uh, he's been looked at by Spurs. I don't see him moving this summer. Uh, Dortmund have no need to sell and no interest in selling. Which sort of brings us to Gareth Bale. Now, regardless of what's happened with Ronaldo, Bale is not in the long-term plans at Real Madrid. So either this summer or next summer, he will move on. He will be offered to Manchester United and he is most definitely for sale as far as Madrid are concerned. They might want to wait until they get one or two other players in before doing anything. Manchester United and Spurs, for that matter, have concerns over his fitness and price. But Real Madrid would be interested in any sort of deal possibly involving Orderworld or possibly involving Harry Kane. Now, Spurs will be reluctant to sell Kane, and I think they'd like to keep Alderweireld as well. But it might be something to placate the fans, because I think it's going to be a couple of years, which is going to be pretty tight for Spurs financially. So this one big buy could uh, shift out several others. Going forward, might suit the fans. I don't know. I mean, you'd be better placed to tell me that. It'd be interesting to hear what you've got to say. And then finally to the second position that's going to be difficult for Spurs to fill this summer. So, the forwards. I think it's reasonable to assume that both Laurenti and Janssen will be available. This is an addition to Lamilo, who I expect to move on as well. Spurs have looked at some. They've been looking around. So, Jan Fiatarp, no longer an option. He's moving to Bayern Munich. Spurs will have to move on from him. He, he has seen as a real talent, actually, and perhaps Spurs should have pushed much harder last year. There's, again, interest in Paco Alcazar. He's not getting game time where he is, but I think that would be no different if he moved to Spurs. He's not going to move to sit on the bench and wait for Kane to get 
ill, injured, or suspended, it's not going to happen. So I, I really don't see that as a viable option. Spurs did approach Porto about Musa Mariga. Uh, they were told that Porto don't wish to sell, but again, I doubt the player would look to move just to sit on the bench. He's not going to be a starter. And players want that. A couple of youngsters, Ryan Brewster of Liverpool. You know, the only reason if he leaves Liverpool will simply be for game time. So I suspect he'll stay there and get the occasional cup game, but he won't get much of a chance. This is where people like Dortmund, Borussia Mönchengladbach, various other sides in Germany are looking to youngsters from England to pick them up and give them a chance. And I think you'll see more and more of that. So, no chance there. I don't see that happening. Giovanni Simeone. Fiorentina don't want to sell. The player will want game time. So, yet again, I think it's one to put to one side. So, that pretty much washes up Spurs' situation at the moment. But I think it'll, probably more so than any other club, it's much harder to say what's going to, going to happen with Spurs. They've looked at lots of players, but, you know, it's it's not really getting them anywhere at this time. So we'll see. On to Arsenal. Still with the outgoings first, it's much easier. Wilshere has gone from midfield. Reserve striker Takuma Asano has gone on loan somewhere other. I don't recall where. Per Mertzaka has been replaced. Santi Cazorla has gone from midfield. David Ospina will certainly look to move. 
Nacho Monreal will almost certainly move. Hector Bellerin might look to his options. We'll have to wait and see about Aaron Ramsey, of course, but if Arsenal want to bring in another midfield player after Torreira, perhaps he might look to his options as well. In terms of arrivals, well, we've seen, after a bit of a struggle, Arsenal secured a signing of Bernd Lino, the goalkeeper, is well respected, is a, a very good buy. I think he's still going to have to fight Petra, Petra Cech a little bit about for his job, but you'll see, see what happens. A uh, bit of an odd choice, right wing back, uh, Stephen Lichtensteiner. Uh, Lichtensteiner's, as far as I can see, you know, it's a bit of a waste of wages. I don't think they're going to get anything there. They should look to hang on to Bellerin and do something with him. I don't think Licksteiner will add very much. Uh, he's no problems at all, though. He speaks perfect English, perfectly reasonable. You know, he's a very mature man. He's 46 or 47 now, I believe. In the midfield, Socrates Papurumau has signed. He was wanted by Arsenal and Juventus. Dortmund were trying to fend off interest. But eventually Arsenal got their way. So that's done. And again, you know, midfield, Lucas Torreira's arrived. He's a reasonably cheap option for, you know, he's a good player. People like him. So I think everyone will be happy with him. Central midfield, well, Andre Gomez is wanted very much so by Arsenal at this time. They are looking at others. We'll go through those in a moment. In more attacking role, Arsenal have signed one for the future in Matteo Guenzova. Gondosi's uh, reasonably well liked in France. He has a massive advocate in one of the Arsenal scouts. And I think Arsenal will still look to perhaps Adrian Rabiot as well because he is more difficult. He's of interest elsewhere, but I think there's very much interest from Emery. And I think that in itself might be enough to get something to happen there. So we're going to perhaps try and slip through some of the other players that Arsenal looked at in this process and in some cases might still be keeping in mind. I mean, goalkeeper-wise, Lino's arrived, so the fact there have been various bits of interest in the likes of Timo Horn, Jan Oblak, Auburn Lafont, probably a mistake in not going for him actually in the longer term. Kaila Navas, of course. Uh, Kepa, not going to happen. Ever he made it absolutely clear he had no interest in Arsenal, and for some reason Sillerson was considered. You know, it's such a weird choice to look to someone who really hasn't played for a couple of years at anything like the highest level. Odriozola was another right wing back that Arsenal looked at. It wasn't going to happen. He didn't want to leave Spain. It was really only if Bellerin were to leave, which is you know, one of the reasons why I think with Lichtsteiner. Arriving, Bellerin might have to consider his options. Odriozola has now gone to Real Madrid, so that's the end of him. Uh, Ryan Fredericks was watched on a couple of times, but any move was unlikely, and of course he's now gone to Fulham. Oh, not to Fulham, West Ham, sorry. Left Fulham. Left-back position. They must have looked at others, but the only one I'm aware that there's been real interest shown in is in Junior Firpo. Well, betters have said he's not for sale, but they might be tempted by a sufficient offer. In terms of other centre-backs, well, 
without any doubt at all, Smalling was of interest to Arsene Wenger. But when Wenger left, I think the interest in Smalling left with him, which is probably quite a good thing. I think Harry Maguire might have been a better option, but his price would have spiralled now as well. Uh, Benatia was very much the first choice in January, but nothing could be done. Uh, Socrates Papa Umel Mal, of course, has signed. I think Arsenal will be very happy with him. Uh, others who were looked at, Rigani, Shionku, Kulibli, they were all, you know, vague options that Arsenal looked to, but nothing could be done with any of them. I don't expect another centre-back to arrive. It's really a sort of one-in-one-out type deal. In terms of the other midfield positions, the more defensive role that Torreira will occupy, Fabinho was, of course, considered, uh, but I think the interest left with Wenger, he's, of course, now moved to Liverpool. Mdombele is a player watched several times by one senior scout. Arsenal Spurs were keen on him. Lyon took up their option. And he'd now be very expensive, and I wouldn't expect any move for him. Regal was another one that was interested in the move to Arsenal, but you know it just couldn't be worked out. There is interest in him from elsewhere. I think I wouldn't say it's a mistake that nothing was done there because the player was keen. In Diddy, well, in Diddy didn't do it, did he? We know that. I think it was keen, apparently, but I'm not so sure that's ever been shared by others at the club. In more central midfield positions, as I say, the club are very, very keen on Andre Gomez. Spurs are interested as well. He has no future at Barcelona. Uh, he will need game time. He'll need guarantees. He's potentially quite expensive. He's not had a great time of it the last couple of years. But he's certainly somebody they're interested in. Uh, I know there's been discussion, I've been asked a couple of times about Bentancur. So Bentancur is available. I know that people have suggested Juventus don't want to sell him, but actually they they offered him as part of a deal for another player recently, and they do have an upgrade to him planned. So there's no confirmation of Arsenal interest, but it could just be there. Decour is another viable option, not as defensive as Torreira, but a more defensive than attacking midfield option. Max Meyer Arsenal, look, the package didn't suit them financially. He is available as a free agent. He wants a significant signing on fee and wages which are pretty high. And on the basis of that and some attitude issues, Arsenal have stepped back from that, at least for the time being. Macon won't happen. He's moved elsewhere, but he was of interest. Alexander Golovin, he has better options and he'll move elsewhere, but he's been of interest for some time to Arsenal, more than a year in fact. So there's nothing new in what's happened at the World Cup. Uh, Jean-Michel Serre, well, he wasn't interested in Arsenal you know, now he's moved elsewhere, so you can say that's gone from there. So on to the more attacking positions. As I said, Matteo Guendouzi has been signed. He's on for the future. I think he's 18 or 19 now. It's quite liked in France, but he's got very little experience at the highest level, so I wouldn't expect to see him playing every week. There is 
residual interest in, in Adrian Rabiot. I think the problem here is that over the years his mother's been a real pain in the neck. But you know, Emery wants him, and I think you know they will push for him. Barcelona have also spoken with his mother, and so we could well still see something happen there in terms of other attacking midfield options. Uh, Nobby Fekir has been looked at. There was interest. Leon have in the past said you know they wouldn't sell him. He's had injuries. Leon decided now's the time to let him go. The player decides he wants a new challenge. Obviously, Liverpool have been very keen, but they that ended with them screwing around financially. Leon have offered him to a number of other sides, Manchester United, Chelsea. Arsenal, but there are no real takers for it. You know, there's little bits of interest. He's he's not seen as a cheap option. He's not seen as the highest end type player, and he is seen as having lost a lot since his injury. Bernard has left Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, he's available as a free agent. He has quite significant financial demands. He's been seen as an alternative fixture. A here in the, in the past by Arsenal. Inter been keen that their interest runs hot and cold with them financially. They're not going to be interested. Milan aren't in a position to do anything about him at this time. There's every likelihood he will make a move to China for at least a couple of years. Zaya Cup. Well, Arsenal wanted to bring him back. I don't think it'll ever happen. He'll move eventually, but it won't be back to Arsenal. On the wing, uh, Geddes has been offered to Arsenal, but Arsenal also know that PSG turned down a £40 million loan to permanent offer from another side. And they're in fact offering around a much higher fee than that, about double that in fact. I think Arsenal would take him. Uh, Emery very much likes him. Player actually wants to go to Spain, but the options don't exist there at the moment, certainly not at the asking price. If something could be done about the price, I suspect Arsenal could push for him. Malcolm, Bordeaux, uh, I'm doubtful of any move to Arsenal. Other clubs would have to step away. Um, Right now, the deal is done with another side, subject to some financial issues being resolved. Basically, the structure of the payments, how it will happen over the next couple of years. So I don't expect anything to happen there. Zivkovic, priced out of a move. Not going to happen, I don't think, now. There was a lot of interest in it. It goes back to Wenger's time, but I think it's very unlikely. Uh, Gelson Martin, uh, interest is growing from Arsenal, but there's a lot of interest from elsewhere, and that's sort of heading towards completion with Atletico. There's some work to do on the finances, still to sort that out, but I suspect that will happen. So, old Wenger uh, target here, Christian Pavot. There's interest from Barcelona, PSG, and from another English side. And when they asked about him, they were told when he moves, it will be to Barcelona. And I very much suspect he'll stay in South America for another year. I think he's signed a new contract, but that in itself does make much odds. But I do suspect he'll stay there for another year. So, on to the left wing. So, 
it's, first of all, it's worth thinking that a Wobi Perez or a Yama Ding Dong can all play there if the money won't stretch to buying an addition for the left wing. So we'll see what happens here, but it's not looking terribly encouraging. Uh, Wildcard options, Stephen Bergwin. Don't lose sight of him. I think Spurs have rekindled some old interest in him as well. But don't lose sight of him. I think it's something we may see, certainly in England at some point. Arsenal do have an interest in Herving Lozano. PSV will sell him for sufficient money in Arsenal. You know, it's it's again, it's a prior target of Wenger's. But I don't see it happening. I think he's there's a lot of interest from other sides. PSV actually spoke to another English side about Lozano being used it's in part of a part exchange for two other players that the English side had. Now, of course, that will be off the table. He's had a good World Cup. His price has gone up. He wants to move. He wants to move to England because he's attracted by those English pounds. So I don't expect him to move to Arsenal, but there is interest. Adamola Lookman, young Everton lad. Arsenal watched him quite a lot when he was at Leipzig. But he will want guarantees of playing time, which I'm not sure Everton will give him. But I'm sure Arsenal won't either. So, again, I don't think anything could be done there. I think if he does move, it might well be back to Germany. Emil Forsberg, you know, it's been hot and cold interest in the player for a long time. And again, another Wenger target. And again, he's himself, he's had an on and off season. He's not played terribly well this season. It would be an unlikely move unless it was very cheap. So in terms of left-wingers, probably less of a priority with Iwobi Perez and Abamarama Ding Dong. In terms of strikers, nothing's going to happen. Uh, there was vague interest in Tina Verma, but he's not going to He's not going to be moving to Arsenal. Maybe a youngster, I don't know, but there's nothing really on the cards right now. So that's I think, pretty much wraps it up for Arsenal. You know, players have come in already, not least... Uh, Socrates, Papa Umel Mao. People are, for some reason, struggling to pronounce his name. So here's a little something to help you remember it.
So on to Liverpool. So in terms of the outgoing, Emre Chen has moved on. He's gone to Juventus. It was expected. There's no shock there. Lazar Markovic will certainly be made available. There's no question about that. Sturridge, regardless of the comings and goings and whatever Clipperty said, will have to try and look for an alternate solution. He's not going to get game time or sufficient game time at Liverpool. They're sort of overrun with strikers and tend to only use one at a time. Flanagan has gone. You can expect Conor Randall to go soon as well. Miguelay probably has a future in Italy. And a replacement will be sought. But that may be Ward. So if Ward stays, if he decides to stay, Liverpool will only look for one goalkeeper and not two. Clearly Klopp wants to keep the one who's been attracting a great deal of attention from the fans and the press. Bogdan's gone out on loan. And in terms of other players leaving, I doubt Origi will leave. I think he'll stay. His form dipped towards the end of last season. We had a good start. Obviously, Salah has flirted with Real Madrid, but I expect he will stay. Awaroni, Wilson, Oho... I don't really know what will happen in the long term with them, but you know loans are likely now. Alan will have to stay until he gets fit, and then he'll get another loan as well. Guzik has already gone on loan. Wijnaldum will leave, and they'll try and get whatever money they can for him. So that's sort of the outgoings, as I understand it, at the moment. In terms of goalkeeper, I've explained most of this before. Players, club has looked at. Klopp is keen on Kayla Navas. There's no doubt about that. At the moment, it doesn't look like anything could be done. In terms of Allison, it's difficult. He's very expensive, but Roma will sell him. Liverpool have not made any offers for him whatsoever. There's been nothing like that happening, regardless of everything that's been said. Uh, Macri can be trusted, as said. Uh, Butland, Jack Butland, is a wanted goalkeeper by Liverpool. So we can accept him onto the list as well. Andre Lunin was looked at, sort of a secondary, when two goalkeepers been looked for. Uh, but he's off the list now. He's moved to Real Madrid as their second choice as well. Uh, Trascosha, he was an alternate for second choice, but the price pushed him far, far away from moving to Liverpool. That's not going to happen. As far as Sillison being at... Melwood, which has been suggested, and somebody provided a photograph and said that's Sillison, he's here for a trial and he'll be a Liverpool player in 46 minutes' time, etc. Uh, actually, the photograph was of Isaac Christie Davis, a young Chelsea player that Liverpool have purchased or bought in this summer. Uh, he couldn't make the first team squad at Chelsea, the step up was just too much. Liverpool will pay compensation to Chelsea for the player. Although it's very unclear to me how he'll be used, I think he's about, I think he might be 20 now, just 20. So he was a good player for the reserve side at Chelsea, so quite what Liverpool intend to do with him, I don't know. But obviously he's homegrown. So, you know, going forward, clubs do need more homegrown players. They're struggling a bit. Obviously in defensive midfield and covering right back, Fabino has been added. He's a decent player. He's come from Monaco. Manchester United have been interested in him in the past. Nobby Caters coming to join the midfield. 
think he was probably always going to be the first choice. It's cost Liverpool a great deal of money, a lot more than just the transfer fee, of course, after they put a significant amount of money down last year and gave him a chunk of money as well. Various others have been watched. Uh, Berisha was watched by scouts of several sides. Uh, nothing's going to happen there. In terms of tacking midfield players, left wing players, this is sort of a replacement for Coutinho. We know there's interest in Fakir. It's been there. We know that financially Liverpool did not want to pay the asking price. So that sort of ended. Whether or not they go back to him and whether or not, if they're particularly concerned about his knee, the answer is just leave it alone. Don't go. But maybe if they want to try and strike a cheap deal, they'll try again. But I very much doubt that Leon will have any interest in a cheap deal at all. He has been offered to a number of other sides by them. The asking price is actually higher than it was at the time. I don't know what they'll do. They will actually let him leave now. But they will have no intention of letting him leave on the cheap. And I don't even know if Liverpool still maintain an interest. Certainly there haven't been further talks or anything like that. I'd suggested that Julian Brandt might be a very viable option. He was always Klopp's first choice. He is more of a left winger than an attacking midfield player, but he could be used in that way. I mean, Klopp had the same idea about Thomas Lemar, who's since gone to Atletico Madrid. Rather than playing him on a wing, he wanted to play him as an attacking midfield player. We knew that. In terms of other options, I mean, Draxler... You can't lose sight of him, he's there. Somebody might try and wash him up at some point in the future. We'll see what happens. In terms of other defensive midfield players, whilst we're there, that were looked at, Jorginho, actually, who's now ended up at Chelsea, was a player that Liverpool looked at. Then he was being looked at as pretty much a direct replacement for Emery Chan, who we know has moved on to Juventus. And did he? Well, and did he didn't do it for Klopp, did he? He was looked at. I know, I think it was Ed Wan who was very, very keen on him, but it didn't happen. Nothing could happen there. And to be honest, Fabinho took that role. In terms of others who've been looked at, it's unclear if Liverpool have any interest in Sousa. I would suspect with Shakiri arriving now, they don't. Milan sort of wants an auction, but he is available. And it was suggested that Liverpool might look to bring him back. I think he'd want first-team football, which, you know, you can't see how he's going to get that with the players at the club, with Mane being at the club and with Mo Salah being at the club. Uh, Bordeaux's Malcolm was looked at some time back. I mean, he's, he's actually moving elsewhere now, so just waiting to sort out the finances. So nothing's going to happen there. I've <coughs> said for quite a long time that Liverpool have remained keen on Lucas versus Quest. And that remains. I don't, <coughs> I don't think it's gone away. I think they could look to him again in the future. You know, Maybe you know, a few euros in the last versus Quest for Salah might be an option next year. We'll see. So, sort of summarise, in terms of what's still required this summer, I suspect a goalkeeper, unless, of course, Ward were also to leave, in which case it would be two goalkeepers. 
And I suspect still that a number 10, as you like to call him, I don't know why it's not a number 8, but a number 10, the replacement for Coutinho, will be sought unless Klopp intends to use Shakiri in that role. Now, part of the problem with playing a formation with three attacking midfield players in terms of what was previously Mane, Coutinho and Salah, and also playing Firmino, is with four defensive players that only leaves two spots for true out-and-out midfield players. And in terms of just being one defensive, in terms of Fabinho, and in terms of one being a box-to-box type player such as Nobby, that then cuts people like Henderson out of the deal. It also makes potential for clubs to run right in midfield. So I'm not sure how viable that will be. But I do suspect somebody will be looked at. And as I've said before, I would not be surprised by an offer being made for Draxler. As for goalkeeper, I don't know. I think it'll just be batted backwards and forwards and eventually get done. You know, certainly it's not going to be or black, I don't think. I think Allison, as I said, is difficult. So maybe Macker was absolutely right all along with Butland. We'll see. Anyway, I think that's it for now, as far as I can recall. So we'll move on. Thank you. that just hit town One has a top hat and one has a falcon and although they just arrived they know their way around Out to a house at the edge of the town they're bringing Thunderbird wine and a pound of hash Come on along if you're one of the people cause we're gonna get the spirit down at the hoodoo bash All them wizards from the south Tonight is the night we've been waiting for People in trances and African dances Another kind of life is waiting behind that door We got supplies that will last for a week So there ain't nothing can stop us until we crash When we have kids we will tell them the story About the night we got the spirit down at the hoodoo bash She'd make her dandelion 
your friends at you've gone out of town and be prepared to go out of your natural mind we're gonna rise when the sun's going down and when the spirit starts to hit you never know what you'll find if you're afraid then you better stay home because there's no turning back once the dice are cast lovers or strangers will all go through changes when we get the good old spirit down at the hoodoo Manchester United. So let's deal with the obvious outgoings. We know Zlatan Ibrahimovic had to leave before the end of March and he went then. So in terms of others to be shown the door or having already been shown the door or retired, Michael Carrick of course is gone. Chris Smalling is available. Finding a buyer is going to prove problematic. Phil Jones potentially available depending it's probably more depending on incomings. Matteo uh, Damian, yes, he'll go. And uh, our discussions, and actually he's reasonably close to going at this time. Daily Blind, Joel Pereira's gone on loan, of course. Uh, Fellaini stays, Luke Shaw is available. Manchester United would like to see him gone. Anthony Marshall is available. Manchester United would like to see him replaced, but... They want too much money for him. Right now, they're looking to get back more money than they paid for him, and they paid way over the top for him at the time. And Paul Pogba is available to be sold as well. He's been offered to four sides so far. There are no takers at this time. But again, you know, they're, they're looking for a reasonable amount of money for him. So going forward, I think you can see those go perhaps a few more odds and ends for now. Uh, to hire stays. He's not going to go to Real Madrid this summer. They have other ideas now, and they're working in other ways. Lee Grant's already come in as cover for goalkeeper. He's uh, about 45 years old, but he'll be fine if needed. In terms of right-back, Deloitte's arrived. Uh, he's pretty much one for the future. He's not going to walk straight into the first team. In terms of where there was real interest and Something which uh, Mourinho will be unhappy with is Ojizola. Ojizola went to Real Madrid. He was never going to leave Spain. Mourinho was really, really keen on taking him. So you know that I think will be seen as a bit of a blow to him. In terms of centre backs, they've looked at many, as you know. We've discussed this before. Uh, there's no doubt that the leading target is. Toby Alderweireld of Tottenham Hotspur may need to offer a really good amount of money to get Spurs to agree. They'd actually like to sign your contract, but I don't think that's going to happen now. Uh, Manchester City might throw a spanner in the works there still. And Real Madrid would, might be open to some sort of deal involving Bale. 
and the players. So, you know, it's not done yet, but I think Manchester United now are going to push on and try and get something done. Uh, Rafael Varane, it drags on rather, of course, but Real Madrid may well be willing to let him go this summer for the right price. Part of their major rebuild programme. I mean, it might be possible, but you won't see both. Leonardo Bonucci, for some reason, is seemingly back on the agenda. If anything happens, he'd be a short-term solution only. He's, I don't know how old he is, 31 or 32. And it's only really viable if he's pretty cheap. Else, you know, and Mourinho would take him. He likes experienced players, and he'd do a great job for a couple of years. But if there's anything other than a short-term solution and cheap, the club will look to block Mourinho's plans there. So, others who've been looked at, Samuel Umtiti, been looked at, there's been various discussions, but Barcelona won't sell before they have a replacement, and that's proven to be financially difficult for them. So, I don't expect any change there. Uh, Long-term interest in David Lopez, of Espanyol, don't rule him out. Mourinho sees him as a good player to buy moving forward, but I don't think anything will happen this summer with him. There's been some interest from the other side as well. Lenglet, Skriniar, Kulabli, all have been looked at, but no approach is made. And Lenglet's already moved, of course, so nothing's going to happen there with those. So that sort of wraps up centre-back position. Anything after that will be a surprise. So expect an offer to be made for the world. Expect it fairly soon. Uh, Else... Well, Magnoli is a player that, you know, I suppose interest could come back as an alternative, I don't know, and else it'll be the aim. But I don't think it'll go much further than that. If it goes for Benucci, it's, uh, it would be a surprise, and, you know, it really would remove someone younger who could be there a long time from the table. In terms of left back, I've mentioned before, I sort of mentioned him as wild card, uh, Philip Max. It'd be a great choice for Manchester United. Uh, Danny Rose, uh, everyone expected enough to be made, including me, but I think that's a back burner at the moment. I'm not entirely sure what is going to happen. Jose Gaia, well, Mourinho tried to buy him when he was at Chelsea, so it is not out of the question that he could return to try and persuade him to sell uh, Goulam uh, there was a discussion with his agent it'd be very risky after such a major injury and not too long coming back Aaron Martin obviously was liked by Mourinho but he's gone elsewhere, Alexandro it runs hot and cold Juve are now willing to let him leave at the right price so it probably is back on top of the list at the moment. Kieran Tierney, not first team material for Manchester United at this time. He's liked, but it's unlikely. Sessegnon's decided to stay with Fulham. And he's really moved on from being a left-back to sort of more of a winger-type player. So, David Alaba, not entirely out of the question. Complicated by the sale of Alexandro Villalba, one of the two left-backs identified by Real Madrid if Juventus were to look to Marcello. So it, it's sort of like this weird little circle there. So you'd have to see what would happen. 
Uh, Enzo Diaz, well, no chance of getting a work permit. So I suppose could, someone might buy him, farm him out and wait. But there's sort of point of doing that in Europe at this time. So in terms of the midfield options, there was a push to try and bring in another central midfield player. And like so many others, Manchester United looked at Jorginho. He's decided on the move to Chelsea and that's happened, so it won't be him. Fabinho obviously had been looked at for some time, but he decided on the move to Liverpool. <coughs> Case Miro is a Mourinho favourite and it would not be out of the question if they were to look to him this year or perhaps next as Real Madrid are rebuilding. So obviously in midfield, Fred has arrived. I don't think anybody is regretting it just yet. But I suspect hanging on and waiting might have been a better plan. Tony Cruz is very much wanted by Mourinho. But not so much by the club. But I think Mourinho may well get his way on that one. Arturo Vidal obviously has been a Mourinho favour. Aid and Price are against him. So that's not going to happen. Jean-Michel Serre has decided on the move to Fulham. He didn't have good options available to him. Uh, Fabian Ruiz is another Mourinho favourite, but he's moved to Napoli. Milinkovic, Savic, uh, could well be priced out of a move to Manchester United. And actually, at this time, Jorge Mendes is working on, he's trying to facilitate a move elsewhere. So he's gone backwards and forwards with offers at this time. Juventus failed with an offer, including a player. And Real Madrid are trying to make that happen and using Mendes to do the legwork for them. Alexander Golovin. This is another Milinkovic-Savic alternative that Mourinho tried to buy when he was at Chelsea. That was on the advice of Avram Grant. Chelsea remained keen, you know, but... They lost out on another target, and so, you know, they are certainly killing him, but so are a lot of other people. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Right now, you know, there's another side who we're close to some sort of deal with, and we'll wait and see. In terms of other midfield players, uh, Jadson Fernandes, his child, shouldn't leave Portugal, leave him alone. Lorenzo Pellegrini. Uh, So they've looked him before, they may look to him again. Really been on the list since January, but he's well down the list of options available and interest. In terms of more attacking options, uh, Anderson Telescar was being considered as a viable option, but he's moving elsewhere. Uh, Fakir was offered to Manchester United after Liverpool. Uh, played up with the finances. So Isco was another one who's probably been considered and that may well have gone away. It rather depended on Zidane, actually. There's serious interest from elsewhere anyway, but Zidane's gone now, so I suspect Isco will stay there. Uh, Gareth Bale, so he will be off to Manchester United. Don't know if they'd be priced out of a move or not, or his injuries taken into account. I think he will have another option in England. So that's one to wait and see, but I think it's certainly... It might be possible to do something there. It might need to be fairly creative. Up to now, Manchester United have avoided muddling any transfers by talking about any of the players going in the opposite direction. 
they may need to stop doing that, change their approach, if they wish to like get something like Gareth Bale over the line. Uh, Christian Pulisic, very doubtful. I don't think Manchester United aren't pressing players. They need someone more versatile like William or Gareth Bale. And Dortmund have no interest and no need to sell. So I think you forget that. Uh, William is versatile. He can do a lot. He's a good player. There's interest in Barcelona. In fact, I can tell you there's very serious interest in Barcelona. There's been a couple of discussions over various matters with them. Uh, age and price may put the club off, but perhaps not Mourinho. Having uh, Lozano, well, PSV will sell if there's sufficient money offered. Manchester United is seen as a potential Anthony Marshall replacement, another potential Anthony Marshall replacement. There have been discussions with another English side over Lozano being part of an exchange, but that was prior to the World Cup, and now I think after a good World Cup, his price has gone up, and one of those players is now injured, so that's off the table. Uh, Marco Asensio, it's very unlikely, he has been looked at. Uh, if he leaves, he's heading elsewhere, and he's very, very pricey. Perisic, Manchester United could return again. You know, he's been struggling a little bit of form towards the latter end of last season. Uh, Auntie Rebic is, is an interesting. This has sort of come up recently. So he's got a price that scared off most people, but Eintracht Frankfurt are looking to try and do some profiteering after taking up an option on the player. There is an interest from Manchester United. There's an interest also from Bayern Munich and from Dortmund. So what happens there, I don't know. But he's he's not cheap and he's getting more expensive. So you know, it's, uh, it'll be a big choice to spend that sort of money on him. In terms of strikers, well, Lewandowski was seen as the first choice to replace Ibrahimovic. Uh, there's no pressing need at this time, so I wouldn't expect that to happen. There is interest in him from elsewhere. And I think that pretty much wraps up Manchester United. That's all I can think of at this time anyway. So, there we go. The 
my pockets Just thinking about Dolly's rockets Yeah, here they come again, my fantasy Yeah, here they come again, my fantasy God, God damn! <laughs> God damn, that Ronnie rollback! If that song don't a shitload of gold at the awards next year, I'm gonna be a horse's ass. Ronnie Rollback and the Texas Rim Jobs with Dolly Parton Today's musical accompaniment has been provided by the Fugs, who performed Crystal Liaison, Paul Martin, and It Happened, The Rivingtons, Papa Umau Mau, Peter Stamford, Michael Hurley. Jeffrey Lewis and the Clamtones providing Hoodoo Bash for us. And McLean and McLean coming all the way from Canada with Dolly Parton's tits.